Hey, welcome back to the Big Red Zone. We are very excited for today's show. Remember, new episodes come out every Thursday. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel and hit the like button on this video as well as all our other videos. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Big Red Zone. And as always, tell a friend. This week, we got a very special guest in the house. Uh, Steve Scott from Small State Big Takes is here. We'll talk about this the last week of the regular season uh, in the NFL. We'll look ahead to Wild Card Weekend, give our predictions, end of the season awards, and a little bit of Red Sox talk. All that and more on this week's episode of the Big Red Zone. Welcome to the podcast. This is the Big Red Zone. I'm your host, Big Red. Danny Football is not here this week, but we have a very special guest, our good friend from Small State Big Takes, Steve Scott, as he says, the one true host of Small State Big Takes. Steve Scott is here. Welcome, Steve. Yo, yo. Thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure. It's been too long. I'm so happy to be back with my brother, Steve, from Big Red Zone, baby. Best, one, best names in the whole uh, podcast game. Two Steve's. It's the, it's the truth. It's the Steve my, connection. My question to you is, how do you spell it? Steven. It's a PH. Correct. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, Thank see, God. See, Respect. It's the only way to spell it. Only way to spell it. Only way, uh, dude. You can never trust a Steven with a V. Big take. Nope. I, I'm right. I, I'll double down on that. I'm I'm right with you. Let's go. Uh, um, like you said, it's been a long time since we've had you on the pod. Um. Great episode back in the day. I, I was. I. It's funny. I always talk to the. You know, this being our final season, I. I talk to the get the guests that have come on, and some have been like, way too long. And uh, it's been like you. I was looking back at the podcast. Um, uh, I was trying to go back and look. Uh, let's see. I was. I had the date in front of me. Of course, it's terrible. Terrible host. Terrible host. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think when that was. Was that was that pandemic times? Like, what one was that? It was definitely. It was post like first wave of pandemic times and then it was like second wave of zoom times okay. i'm trying to i'm trying to look back because i know we have you in the thumbnail it's probably 2020 right it's got to be like I, it's got to be 2020 I, I like if i had to guess it was something like that 2020 um, which doesn't feel that long ago but also does it's kind of two odd, years dude. ago two years ago episode 61 no way uh the title of that one was Jalen Hurts is the guy, ironically enough, and toughest NBA title. That was, uh, ironically enough, Jalen Hurts. That's insane. And it, I know I was re- looking forward to talking about him later, but wow. <laughs> Who would have thought? Who would have thunk? Yeah, two years, way too long. But without further ado, let's get into our first segment of the night weekend recap. It's the weekend recap. So for week and recap, we break down three games from the past NFL week, uh, one being the Pats game, unfortunately, as I've said multiple times this last uh, this season. Uh, this is luckily the last time we got to do that. Uh, first up, Eagles versus Giants. Um, Eagles lock up that one seed. Uh, they got Jalen Hurts back, as we were just talking about. Uh, 22 to 16 win over the Giants. Giants were kind of locked into their seed, so they didn't really care about this game. Uh, you know, everyone was kind of sitting for them. Uh, big win for the Eagles because they get to get that home field advantage. Giants don't really care, but 
my question is for you, Steve, what is your general expectations for these two teams going into the playoffs? We don't, there's not much really to talk about this game, but I, this game's interesting because both teams are in the playoffs. Both are interesting. Like, I think there's high expectations on one team, not really on the other, but um, just interested to hear your take on these two teams going into the playoffs. Yeah. You know, this, the, I'm dating this new girl right now and she's a big Giants fan. So lately. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. So I've been kind of like, it's the weirdest thing. Actually, she she bought me a really cool Giants hat for for Christmas. Oh, you're killing me, Steve. I, it, I, it's dude. I I feel like I'm living in the bizarro world, man. Yeah. It's, just, it's the weirdest thing. But uh, I <laughs> I can't believe these words are about to exit my mouth. But I kind of am enjoying this Giants team, and I think they have a chance against the Vikings. I think the Vikings and Giants both were kind of that weird, like they're good, but they're kind of fraudulent team all year. So I think that. People are expecting the Vikings to wipe the floor with the Giants this week. I think the Giants are gonna shock some people. I think the Giants are kind of legit. So that, yeah. that's my takeaway about that, like for sure. And as far as the Eagles go, I feel like they needed Jalen Hurts. He is the MVP. I know we're gonna get to that, but so obvious how much they needed him. And it's good they're gonna get a week off, right? They, they have the the buy. They have the buy. Yep. Yeah. So they get the buy. They'll, they'll be chilling. And who, who had, they played the winner of what game? They I, they have to play the low seed. I have to look it up, but I I believe they play the low seed, right? They because they're the one yeah, right. seed. They'd have to play the lowest seed left. So I'm guessing it would be, um, like I'm guessing like the Seahawks or the um, Giants. I'm guessing they play the Seahawks, the Giants. Yep. Um, I'm guessing the Cowboys Bucks game would play the Vikings or 49ers. That's what I'm guessing. Okay. Um, I I can't remember if the NFL like reseeds as it goes because it's it's hard. It's they changed it all with the new like the extra buy team and the uh and the one buy buy team week because it used to be the two buy weeks and it was just that was the bracket. But it's I I forget right. how the bracket goes now. Um, yeah, I mean I I, I have a dynasty team and yeah. I made a trade this year for Danny Dimes. I actually believe in Danny Dimes. Not a lot, bought low on him, but I think he's a, I think he's a good talent, and it's not his fault that he had Joe Judge as his head coach and they kind of screwed his development. I think he's a really, I think he's a decent quarterback. I'm not gonna sit here and say he's like the, a top, you know, even ten quarterback in the oh, league, yeah. Yeah. but I think he's a serviceable get you like a kind of like he's a lesser. He's a little lesser version of Jimmy G, I think. Like, Jimmy G will get you to the dance. He's not going to win it for you, but he's going to get you there, and he's going to help you win. He could help you win a championship. I think he's similar to that. I think he has a lot of tools running. I think he can – I think he's passing the ball better this year, Uh, and especially now that he's got a few weapons to throw to on this team and everyone's, for the most part, knock on wood, stayed healthy. I think this is a – I think you're right. I don't think you're too far off. This Vikings team – just I think it was two weeks ago they played him, had to win on a walk off field goal. So or I think it was a walk off. It was close. It was they won by three. I think I forget what the I forget what it was, but um, I don't think this is a walk in the park for the Vikings at all next week. Um, I actually believe in the Vikings a lot, like their potential Super Bowl team. But the Giants, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. I, this has a lot of the feeling, and it breaks my heart to when the the bike the. the, the Sorry, the Giants team that the Pats lost to in the 16-0 team. They, like, got in by the skin of their teeth on a wild card yeah. week. 
and they just, you know, they buy into Brian Dayball and they're finding a way to the, to the dance, but I don't think they'll make it to the Super Bowl, but I think that they have the potential to go on a run. I think they're legit and I think they're only going to get better as the years go on. The Eagles team, I think I, I'm a huge Jalen Hurts. I don't know if I've talked about this with you, but I'm a huge Jalen Hurts guy yeah. from college. I wanted the Patriots to draft him. I I had in uh, fantasy football on Sleeper, I drafted him in a, like a redraft league, and my nickname for him was Future MVP. No and shit. I think we're going to – this was like five – no, when did he – it was his rookie year. What was that, three years ago? Yeah. So his rookie year, I nicknamed him Future MVP. No way. Yeah. At the same time, if you told me the Eagles lost in the second round, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not really bought into this Eagles team as much as other people are. Uh, there's other teams in the uh, NFC that I think have a stronger chance. I, I like better to get to the Super Bowl um, when just put just overall makeup of the team. But as far as Jalen Hurts goes, I'm a huge Jalen Hurts guy. Wish he was on the Patriots, but what are we going to do? Go. Good for you for for snapping that one because I don't know what my problem was when he was in college. I just I, I loved him in college. I thought he was fantastic. Even when he was in Oklahoma, he was unbelievable. I did, mm-hmm. did not see it translating to the NFL. I was so wrong. I'm so yeah. ready to admit that he he looks amazing. He fits perfectly in that that scheme. He's your boy. <laughs> yeah, love him. I was shocked that the thing I was shocked about him was that they drafted him so high. I thought he was going to be like right. a fourth round pick. Yep. Um, maybe even a fifth round. I thought the Pat that was perfect because I thought the Pats would take a chance on like even in the third. Uh, what was he? A second round? I think he was uh, a second round pick. I think he was. Yeah, early second round. I thought he was going to go in the third. Like I thought Reach was third, but fit in the third, uh, fourth, fifth. And when the Eagles took him, and they still like Carson Wentz, and they just gave him that huge contract, I was like, "What are we doing?" But I'm so happy that he got a chance sooner, and uh, he deserves it because I'm a huge Jalen Hurts guy. I, like I said, wish he was on the Patriots. Two quarterbacks I w- that got through the Patriots' fingers was that I wanted them to draft was Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson. Those are the two guys that going into ridiculous. the draft. I, was... that, I remember that, that draft. That was the most frustrating draft, I I think. Uh, Lamar was sitting right there. That oh Twice! Twice he was sitting there. I know. Anyway. I think I think the Eagles I I think the Giants if the Giants and Eagles end up playing each other in the second week I think that's going to be an unbelievable I don't know if that's possible I have to look at the bracket but that would be a good matchup and I think I may take the Giants over the Eagles they were close Whoa. this week I I'm not ready to say it I'm not ready to say it it's too early too early to tell too early to call uh that's that's kind of like terrible of me to say because I think I may take the Vikings over the Giants but if the Giants find a way to like get momentum and win going into this divisional round, and they end up, I don't know how the matchups work out. I think the right. Seahawks would end up. If the Seahawks, I don't think the Seahawks are going to win, but if they potentially won, I think they'd end up playing them. But I don't know. I think the Giants have potential to go on a little run here. I, I'm with you. I, uh, the only team that I see that's dead in the water is the Dolphins. Dolphins. The, the, it's just not they're dunsky. They're gonna go yeah. have to go play in Buffalo. They're they're done. They're, for, there's yeah. no way that yeah. They shouldn't show up. They shouldn't even show up. Just, yeah, just save time. They should have <laughs> let the Lions play them. Right. I wish uh, I wish the Lions had made it. Well, that's our next segue here: the Lions versus the Packers. Uh, 
I don't know if you know this, uh, Steve, but uh, in September, I think it was the third week of the season, I said on this podcast, I stood here and I was made a mockery of the Lions would make the playoffs. I said the oh. Detroit Lions would be a playoff team. And then last week, my hope was yet again restored. I stayed, I, I kind of gave up a little bit on it, but I was like, I was, I stayed strong the last like couple months, last month or two. And I was like, today's the day this week. They got a win in green Bay. I think they're going to win. I picked them for picks of the week. Me and Danny football both picked them double down first ever double down uh pick of the week in uh big red zone history. No uh, but, and uh paid off, paid off. I Not to brag. I'll talk about it, but I haven't got a knock on wood, a pick of the week wrong since the second week in the NFL week. Uh, oh my gosh. Season. I'm now on an absolute heater. That's unbelievable. I'm on an absolute, a week three, maybe week three. What am I? Yeah, a week, uh, week no three, upsets. I think. Or no, uh, well, upsets. Dude, I've been picking season. upsets. I mean, I'm 15 and two on the, I, I like, I picked the Lions like four times. I picked the, oh, shit. I, I just, I'm pressing the right buttons. An impressive 15 and two record in the regular season. Was that right? That's yeah, 15 and two in the regular season. That's, that's crazy. That's pretty impressive. Um, but sad to say, because the Seahawks had to ruin that. I the Lions did not make the playoffs, but I just because I love this team, they went in and said, if we're not making the playoffs, neither of the Packers. And they go into Green Bay and just absolutely shut them up. It was it was a fun game to watch. They win twenty to sixteen, big touchdown late. Um, what Dude. is your what is your reactions to the Detroit? We'll talk about the Detroit Lions first. What is your reaction to the Detroit Lions? Bro, I'm so I'm so happy you're on the Lions train. I, I I have also been on that. I've been on like a Lions kick for like probably like three years. Because like if you watch those games, they lost a lot of games and yeah. they did lose some in bad fashion. But a lot of the games they did lose, it it was like over stupid things. He they, yeah. they were always in it. They're, they're not a loser team. They haven't been a loser team in a solid probably two years. Where like like you watch a Texans game. Losing culture. They are losers. Right. Lions lose games, but they are not losers. They try hard. They they yeah. have good players and they try hard. So this year, I love that you were in on that because I was too. I, I was all in on the Lions making it this year from the start. And I thought, I, you know what? Another big take here. I'm a golf truther. I actually like golf. I've always liked Jared Goff. You're preaching to the choir here. You are, I have, all right. I, I literally have in my notes. I'm looking at my notes for the game. I wrote Jared Goff. That's what I've been saying it for uh, the last few months because we started talking about a little bit about the draft. I hope they stick with Jared Goff. I don't think he's the pro. I don't think he has anything to do with any problems that the Detroit Lions had. I think he's actually low key a gamer. I think he. I think he makes great plays. Uh, All dude, I dude. People talk shit about Goff all day. Like people, a lot of critical people since he was in the like since he first got drafted. And I and I even me, I I talked a little bit of shit about him earlier in this podcast, but. I was saying it as he's not, he wasn't like an elite prospect. I still don't believe he's like an elite quarterback, but I do believe he's a solid game manager. And I think that if he was on, if he was on, say the 49ers this year, that this team would be, that team would be balling out. You know what I mean? Right. He's, he's dope. I, I love, I love golf. And uh, I think he's a great leader. I, I love Jared Goff. Carson Wentz. I don't like. Yeah. I'm not a Carson Wentz guy. I think the thing that Jared Goff, the hate that Jared Goff gets is because he was drafted first overall and they thought he was just going to set the world on fire. Maybe he's not a first, like a normal first pick right. in the draft. Like I think he was in the Mahomes draft. Wasn't he? Was he in the Mahomes I think, draft? I think he, 
Yeah. Or the year a year around Mahomes. I, I forget. I think he might have been in the Mahomes. I, I'm not sure. Mahomes. Don't quote me. But like people look at that and like, oh, Mahomes. Like they they had Jared Goff and the Bears traded up to get Mitch Trubisky and like right. they missed on they had yes. Mahomes there. So I think that's why he gets the hate. But really, like I mentioned with um. I was talking about earlier um, with um, talking about like Jimmy G. He's like a lesser version of Jimmy G. Oh, Danny yeah. Jones. I think Goff is a better version of Jimmy Garoppolo. Like he's a game manager. He he gets you there. He's already been to a Super Bowl. Yep. Uh, and, you know, with a dynamic offense this year, he's shown that he's he's solid. And he, that's even with getting rid of one of his top targets and uh tj hawkinson halfway through the year like he still was able to produce um and that rough patch where they lost a bunch of games look at it they didn't have their defense was giving up 40 points a week yeah and they didn't have saint brown they didn't have dj chark they were missing they missed hawkinson for some of that it's like swift they were going into games with like no names and uh was it Jamal Williams? Like that was their whole offense right. and still putting up 20 something points a week. It's like, I think that these, the Detroit lions have a winning season. Dan Campbell. I'm a, such a big fan of, I like, mm-hmm. I like his, he brings, like you said, a winning culture. Like he wants to win that season that they could have like last season. I think he was there last year was his first year, but they could have went in there and said, we're going to tank to get the first pick. They did mm-hmm. it. They wanted to win games. They didn't lose, win a lot of games, but they, well, he had to step in. He, he he stepped in half like near the end. Like he had like three games to go, and the, that team was wasn't doing too well. And then he comes in and freaking changes the culture right. up right then. It was like, right. Oh shit! I think that he's, was two years ago, and last year was his first year as the head coach. Oh, yeah. I, I think because right. I think he's been there for three years. I wanted you're to right. say I thought he was with the Patricia staff, but yep, which, you're right. You're that's right. a whole other no. Uh, big, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm such a big Jared Goff guy. I'm happy for the Lions. I hope they stick with him. Uh, their offense is so good. It, I I think if they build up their defense through the draft and free agency, that's what I was saying. I hope they don't use their first round pick on a quarterback. I hope they draft a defensive player, um, and they just build up the defense. I think this team is going to be a legit threat in the NFC. And you know they win nine games this year, this year, uh, yeah. nine and eight, which is a good um, good start for them. Man, I mean you're looking at. Other playoff teams. There's other nine and eight playoff teams. I think they can win double digits next year, and I think they could be a legit. I don't know if they'll win the division. Who knows? Because the Vikings team is great. Um, as much as we we talk, like you know, they could they could easily lose in the first round. I think that team is still great, uh, and maybe yeah, not think... win the division, but they'll win in the play. They'll make the wild card at least next year. Yeah, and I I think so too. And I want to make one more point about Goff, too. If Goff had been drafted, like, I want to expand on one of the points you're trying to make. If Goff uh, had been drafted, like, in a Kirk Cousins slot, a fourth-round kind of dude, we he would have so much more respect. He would. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think the fact he was drafted first overall, everyone wants to hate on him. Um, but I I, just, I think he's solid. I, I Even in L.A. when people were hating on him, I really didn't get it because no. he had to deal with a lot of injuries. His team – didn't really have them like they Jeff had Fisher, Jeff yeah, Fisher, Jeff Fisher too. It's like I don't know. I I I didn't really think. And then he gets Sean McVay and makes it to his Super Bowl. So it's like I right. I don't know. I, I didn't I didn't get the hate. But looking at the Green Bay Packers, my my main thing that I have for them. I mean, I didn't think this team was good in the first place. They did go on a nice little run at the end of the season, which respect to them. 
But I think this, I think we can maybe say um, it's the end of the Rodgers era in Green Bay. I think this is a really solid chance they get rid of him and try to move him, which if I'm the Green Bay Packers, I kind of want to do that. I think I want to move. You moved on from Adams last year. Trade Rodgers, get as many picks as you can. Try to just rebuild from the ground up. If you're going to do it, maybe this is the year to do it. Or I think next year's draft, NFL draft, class is really good maybe you keep him for another year i don't know i think i think i'd trade him away get draft picks and the worst thing that you do is you're terrible for a year and then you draft it for in, or even higher in the first round and get one of those top first round quarterbacks so i'm on i'm on the camp that the package should just rebuild and try to see what they can do yeah i'm i'm with you there i rogers was pathetic but near the end actually near the, the whole year it was kind of just this weird year for the packers because the team is solid, but Rodgers just sucks. Everybody just kind of watched him be mediocre to bad. You know, I, I yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't really like their receiving weapons. He had a lot of drops. Yeah. The receivers had a lot of drops. I, I like had a lot of leaned on the rookies. I think Rodgers, Romeo Dobbs, all year. Right, Romeo Dobbs, Christian Watson, like those are his number one options. Uh, Tanyan, who we had like had like. Like rapport with was out for most of the year. I think the big thing that with him is he's never really had to, like in lot recent years he's always had Devonte Adams and he can just lean on him and he doesn't have that Devonte Adams safety blanket on this team. So I drafted him in fantasy football. So I'm right with you. I, it was a big mistake by me. I thought I thought I was a genius like waiting on a quarterback and like got him like you know near the end. I'm like oh my god nobody noticed that Rogers went this low and then. There's a reason. He's gonna, you know, next year there's gonna be a run of quarterbacks in the second or third round next year because this year's quarterback class was just awful. I think everyone's gonna. I know I am on a couple class, uh, a couple drafts. I'm overreaching on quarterbacks next year. No doubt. I drafted in keepers leagues. I traded for another quarterback keeper because I was like, I'm not dealing with this again. I'm terrible. The Russell Wilson experience. That's bad. That's bad. <laughs> All right. Let's move on uh, to the final final game, which, thank God, it's the last time I got to talk about these guys for this year. Uh, last time on the podcast, actually. So, Steve, it's a momentous occasion here. Last time we got to talk about a Pats game on the Big Red Zone. Uh, I wish it was no. better circumstances. Uh, Bill Bills versus the Patriots. I mean, this game, did anyone ever think they had a chance? Um, no. This was over before the game even started. Um, shout out also, before we start, shout out to DeMar Hamlin making a – looks like he made a recovery. He's looking great, which is – he's home, which is very thankful. We were recording during Monday Night Football last week, so we really didn't know what was going on when the whole thing happened. No way. Um, but um, happy that he's okay. That was a scary moment. Um, but the Bills win 35 to 23, knocked the Patriots out of the playoffs. Patriots finish uh, with the their second under 500 season in three years. Bills lock up. Uh, no, they don't lock up the one seed, um, but they're the two seed in the East. This has been a very frustrating year, and I mean, we could go back and forth. On, I mean, game I think was a lot. Was 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 I think this game was the season in a microcosm, like in a small. If you had it to was. tell me how this season was, you looked at this game. Like 
you know, they give up the special teams touchdown in the beginning of the game. And it's like, yeah, special teams has lost us a couple games. It's perfect. Blow us out. But then Mac Jones comes down, leads a touchdown drive and ties it up. And you're like, what, what are we doing? Are we in this game? Halftime. It's like 14, 14. I think it was still 14, 14 that time. Uh, yeah. 14, 14 going to the half. You're like, wait a minute. Do we have a shot? Do we have a shot here? Are we going to make the playoffs when they come out? Give up two touchdowns in the third quarter. You get a field goal. We have a couple turnovers mixed in there. Um, and then it's just, it's, you know, we don't score another touchdown, I think, for the rest of the game. But, um, no, we do. We got one more touchdown in the fourth quarter. But mm-hmm. it's it was just like a total – it showed what our failures from this season. The special teams was a failure. Our offense is just a complete failure. Play calling stunk. We made a bunch of bad plays, turned the ball over. Coaching's bad. And, and the, all of that. Patriots still, I don't know about you, still got me to kind of be like, wait a minute, there's still a small chance we're going to, we're still in this game. Like, there's no, like, we're we're not out of this game. We're still in this. Uh, and, because they always kept it to like a one possession game or maybe a close two possession game. Uh, but I don't know about you. I'm ha- This is one of the first times in a long time I've been happy the season's over. And just, I'm interested to see what we do going forward. Um, in this offseason i'm totally with you dude once again three years straight i'm happy that the year is over this time though it was like i don't know this year this time around i kind of feel like we kind of knew that mac jones isn't the guy this is me saying this now mm-hmm. last year i kind of had hope that mac jones was going to be dope now i kind of have accepted that he's not your boy i wish he was unfortunately he's not I not saying I want to get rid of him and not saying I want to tear anything down. I'm still down to keep Mac Jones next year and try to figure it out once again. But I just want to say I've come to terms knowing that Mac Jones is not going to be a top five guy. He's not going to be, he might not ever be Daniel Jones. I, I mean, maybe Daniel Jones is the ceiling for this dude. And if that happens at this point, I'm cool with it. Am I overreacting? Maybe, but I just don't know. I, like, I would hope that, like, he'd be like, I don't know. I, I, I don't even know who I'd want him to be like, but I want him to be better. I wish he was better. I know it's not all his fault because we had Patricia calling the plays. That was weird. This is just a weird year that sucked from start to finish. It had no direction. It almost feels like the Red Sox right now also. Oh, my just, God. We're just, like, <laughs> we're just blindly just going through life. Like, oh, yeah we're, yeah, we're the Patriots. Oh, we're the Red Sox. Oh, we'll just figure it out. Yeah. As long, and nothing happens. It's like, dude, you have no direction. You have, like, every uh, – here's an idea. This, sorry, I'm going on a completely – No, no, no. But, like, here's an idea. Every 30 other teams, 20, 29 other teams have offensive coordinators. Just fucking hire a, an offensive coordinator. Just even if he doesn't do a job, Matt Patricia is not prepared for the job. Joe Judge, that was a weird experiment. It wasn't working. What are we doing here? Why do we run the ball on third down every time? It was like <laughs> the most puzzling decision making I've ever seen. I thought it was all Josh McDaniels' fault in the pre- in the past. Now I just don't know. Now I'm like, what am I watching? What what the hell am I watching? Yeah, I uh, now this is my here's my two cents. Um, I'm a big – I'm still a Mac guy. I still believe in him. I still, like – 
am I a little more shaky this year than I was last year? Yes. I'm I'm not I'm not sure. I'm yes. still I'm still a Mac guy. I'm not sure he's gonna be the guy. Yeah. I still want to give him a chance though. I still believe in him. I still think that this year, if you go from the Mac Jones to the last guy on the offensive roster, I can't put any judgment on any of them. I really yeah. can't. There's not very few I can, but I can't because Patricia is just terrible. He's not a good coach in general. He's not – forget about offense. He's terrible at offense. I think everyone – even Matt Patricia would say he's terrible at offense. He's yeah. not a good coach in general. He's not – he can't lead men. Like, he, like people forget that he totally – I can't believe they could forget, but he totally sunk the Lions organization. <laughs> and the fact that Dan Campbell has worked his wonders on that team is – Honestly, like he deserves an award, a coach of the year award or something. Cause I mean, I, that team should be dead in the water for the next 10 years, but he's brought them back. But he, he's just a terrible coach. Matt is a terrible coach. Joe judge was slammed by Devin McCourty in September because they asked him about Brian Dayball on NFL network. And they said, people will have more fun playing for Dayball than they do with judge. When judge was a coach for the Patriots. That shows how bad Joe Judge is. So, Jones is two guys in his sophomore year of his NFL season. Has Matt Patricia, who sunk the lines and had Matt Stafford's worst career statistical years with. And Joe Judge, who someone on the Patriots team slammed when he was on the Patriots. Which I've never seen that before in a Patriots, especially Devin McCourty. Um, and Daniel Jones also had his worst year. That was his quarterback coach. In his sophomore year, like his sophomore year is one of the biggest years. That's when we see the right. MVP leap. Like we've seen the Patrick Mahomes leap when yes. he won an MVP, the uh, Lamar Jackson MVP year, uh, the Kyler Murray almost MVP year when he just crapped out at the end. Like we've seen so many of these second year quarterbacks is when they make that one jump. And we give Mac Jones, not only do we give Mac Jones, Matt Patricia, and Joe Judge, but we say, we're going to take one of your best offensive linemen and send him to Tampa for nothing. Yep. Yep. And we're going to draft no weapons for you, except for Tyquan Thornton, who was out for most of the year. And your best, oh, we'll get you Devontae Parker. But to be honest with you, Bill could have brought in DeAndre Hawkins, uh, not DeAndre Hopkins, you miss him, but he could have brought in jo Justin Jefferson this year. And I don't think it would have made a difference. And that's on coaching. Like, I, I like the, the, Mac Jones stunk for some of the year, like most of the year. He wasn't that great. I'm willing to say that. I'm willing to come in the middle because a lot of people I go at it with on Twitter because they go put Bailey Zappi in and it drive that debate drives me nuts. I don't know if you're a Zappi guy, but that drives me that one yeah. drives me nuts. It's like you could have put. I think there's one quarterback, and I'm not just saying this because I'm a homer. I think there's one quarterback you could have put this in the same situation and maybe made the playoffs. And that's Tom Brady because Tom Brady could have called an audible on every single offensive play. He could have, he literally would have been the OC and Mappers would have had a front row seat. Like no other, right. like no one else would have called, like no one, no other quarterback's going to come in here and say, all right, I'm calling every play, especially in his second year in the NFL. So I think the Patriots need to move on. I, 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 I don't think, I know the Patriots need to move on from Matt Patricia, Joe Judge, bring in an offensive coordinator. There's a lot of options out there. 
I don't care who they bring in. They can bring in literally anyone else. I could know nothing about them. And I would say, all right, at least let's see what he does. And then next year, I think is the make or break year for Mac Jones. I think if they go out, give him a fair shake, get him an OC that an actual, like you said, there's 30 other teams, 31 other teams in the NFL that have offensive coordinators. Why not go get one? Give an OC, see what happens. Give him an offensive weapon like DeAndre Hopkins or something. Go trade for something. Yep. And then if he stinks at the end of the year, I will be the first one to say, I'll come on small state big takes and say, give away, trade away Mac Jones. Time to move on. Let's go draft a quarterback. Let's go sign one of these guys that is going to be on the QB carousel and let's move on. But right now, like everyone that's saying, Matt, I saw a poll on Twitter that said, who do you want the Patriots next quarterback? Who do you want next year's quarterback the Patriots to be? And the options were Rodgers, Lamar, Mac Jones, or Tom Brady. And ev- the I want you to I want to see what you think. Who do you think won the poll, and who would you have chosen for the poll? Out of those I four, I think that I think Tom Brady won. Tom Brady won the poll, and. I think I would pick Brady. <laughs> you would pick Brady? Come on. <laughs> well, yeah, well, that, that's just my heart talking, though. <laughs> I, I I said, like, I think Lamar trading – I don't know if Lamar's a free agent, but to get Lamar – Not Lamar. Get, Not Lamar. Yeah, I think I, – I don't think I'd go after either of those two guys. And as much as I would love Tom Brady to be my – literally – listen – if we get Tom Brady for a retirement tour, of course I'm going to be like, all right, let's go. Let's get one more season. Oh, We're going to, it's going to be a fun one. It's going to be like David Ortiz's last year. He's getting the cowboy boots in Texas. He's going to get, yeah. you know, all these gifts from all over the stadiums. It's going to be an unbelievable spectacle. However, if Mac Jones is your option, you have to see what you have. You can't now waste his second and third year of his rookie career, like of his young career on a wasted season with Matt Patricia. And now you want to bring in a 46 year old Tom Brady. It's like at some point it's time to move on. And I think it's time to move on unless this is the, I've said this on the pod before I, I'd say it for you, unless you want to go the Bailey Zappi route or you want to move on from back this year then sign Brady and trade away Mac and then try to find another guy in the draft or, you know, you go Bailey Zappi. Cause at least, you know, start Brady this year, maybe next year. And it's probably only got a year left in them. Um, but if you want to go Mac Jones or see what Mac Jones can do, I feel like Tom Brady cannot be the starting quarterback next year. I really, I, I don't see how that works. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, I'd love that. <laughs> I just have this, this weird pipe dream where that, that would happen. That that would be, that would blow my mind. Everything about Tom Brady even leaving still blows my mind. It's still hard to believe it's yeah. been this long. Yeah. But um, and we, we've had to move on. Like, Brady was our guy, and now he's not anymore. Yeah. It's so weird. Right. But uh, I don't think you, it's as crazy as you think. Like, I think Tom to the Patriots is actually a real possibility. You think so? Say, you don't think that I ship think, sailed? I don't think so. Dude, I'm getting weird vibes. I this You're talking to the guy. Let me. I, this is one of my best calls ever, and I, yeah. I've I made some unbelievable. I called Aaron Rodgers winning the MVP, the first one. Wow. I said on draft night after they drafted Jordan Love, I said Aaron Rodgers winning the MVP. There's no way this guy doesn't win the MVP. Yeah. And I called Tom to Tampa. This is when he left. How? That I thought he was going to. I said it just makes too much sense to go to Tampa. He gets 
he has Mike Evans. He's got um, he's got um, Chris Godwin. He's got he had they had another at the time. I thought OJ uh, Howard was like good, yeah. which was a yeah. mistake on my part. But they had a good team. They like all this stuff. I was like, man, the offense is dyna- way more dynamic than the Patriots at the time. It was like Julian Edelman, and that's it. And then I was like, man, I, going to Tampa, that's a, like, you know, pe- they have cap space to sign other people. I think they're, you know, I, I just make sense. Like, I, to me, it just made sense compared to everything else. Like, if I was to choose between going to Tampa and having more weapons and getting paid more to do it, I, he, I feel like he wanted to break statistics and he wanted to win a Super Bowl. And he got paid more money to do it and had a better chance in Tampa. I, I said – I have to I have to check it. It was like I want to say 2 weeks before he went to Tampa. Like That's I said crazy. he's I, he's going to, I'm going he's, I said it before but on the podcast I said Tom Brady's going to Tampa Bay. And there's a big clip there's a clip on our Instagram and stuff that's like I think we had it was Danny Football's one of Danny Football's first guest appearance too. He was a guest cuz Danny Football was a guest. They asked me where is he going? I said the Bucks. I was like, the Bucks is like, that's where he's going. So I have that same feeling I had then. Now I think he's gone from Tampa. We do. And I, I, I I have three locations. I haven't picked where I think he's going yet. I think it's either, there's only three locations I think he would go is the Patriots, the 49ers. Those were the only two I had. But the Raiders just joined in that conversation because after what Derek Carr, what's happened with Derek Carr. I think he may go to the Raiders because of Josh, and they have Delonte Adams. And I think so too. Waller. I think he's he fits the system pretty well. It's warm. It's a dome. I think it's an inside. I think it's a dome. Um, and I think they're, you know, I think they're going to be. It's a tough division. He'll have to play in a tough division, but I think he'll like it. But um, no, dude, on his podcast, he's been kissing Bills behind for the last like two months. Who? So I, Tom. He has a podcast. Yeah, yeah the uh, the Let's Go. Uh, the I, Let's I Go that. podcast. Yeah, he, dude, he's been kissing t- Bill's butt the last like month or two. No so way. It's like, like after the Raiders loss, a question like to slam Bill, and he was like, "Nah, Bill's like a great coach. He's the best coach, greatest coach ever. Uh, he, he, you know, he's gonna get in there and he's gonna find what's gonna go on. They'll come. They'll figure a way out of this. They're gonna do this. They're gonna. Bill's great. Bill's this. Bill's that. It's like." I don't know, dude. If there's beef, he's not really showing. I mean, he is a, he's a good, he's a professional, but I I don't think there's beef like like, like they made it to be though. Yeah, I, I never thought. And they I did. think even the smallest beef that could have been there, I think, is squashed. I think they're over it. I think they, I think they've dealt with their, you know, they've had their highs and lows of being on their own, and it's like maybe they will get the band back together. I don't think so, but I I wouldn't put it past them. I think it's more likely that. He goes to like the Raiders, but I don't know. The, the Raiders is also 100%. I, I think that the Raiders, I think it's worth it to the Raiders to pay whatever to get yeah. him. I think that, I agree. that, yeah, the Vegas is too, like, dude, it's Vegas. Dude, they're ready. Vegas. Derek Carr's a joker. They, they, they were made a mockery of it. They want, they want Brady bad. I, I think yeah. they'll pay. It's one of those moments, another defining moment where it's like, all right, what do you want, dude? Just pay whatever it costs. We want you, bro. Real quick, before we move on from this game, uh, I'm going to talk too much about the bills, but Patriots, who do you want? Obviously I think we'd agree Matt Patricia out, uh, but who do you, is there anyone that you want in? Like, is there at the top of the, 
yeah, the obvious guy from I, I, you know, is Cliff is, is Cliff Kingsbury. But I want to say, and I, I, I'll take Cliff. I'm, I'm all about Cliff right now, actually. Uh, what I want to say about Cliff though is I don't know, I don't know what his deal is. I don't know if he's that good either. You know, I'm worried he'll fit in this. I like Cliff Kingsbury, but I'm worried if I think he's a better offensive coordinator than a head coach. I think that's yeah. where he thrives. I'm just worried about his system meshing with Bill's system. Yeah. You know, what is Bill so fed up with how we did this year? Is he just going to be like the next offensive guy? You can do whatever you want, run whatever you want. Right. Like, like, let's have the keys to the car and see what, hopefully you don't drive. You can't drive us any more off the ledge than Matt Patricia did. Matt Patricia drove us off the ledge and then lit the car on fire, pushed it over the ledge again, pushed it up the hill, down, (laughs) hit it with a hammer. Like, you can't. True. He, he set sucks. the bar so – he does. He set the bar so incredibly low that the next guy can't fail. Like, he really can't. I, yeah. no, it's like when you gave when you gave a speech in high school when you, you try to go after the kid that, that did a terrible job. You want yes. to be that next guy because you're like, man, my grade can't be any worse than this guy. I'm going to look like I'm, I'm going to look like I'm the best coach ever. Um, I think <laughs> that's the what the next too. guy is. <laughs> um, so – so, like, I think that's who's going to be. Like, I think, obviously, like, I'm not saying this guy is a great option, but I think he's a good option for the situation is Bill O'Brien. I don't think he's the best offensive coordinator per se, but he has experience with Mac, has had success with Mac Jones, has had success in New England. He knows the Belichick system. So maybe Billy O'Brien is the best situation for Whatever. Mac. Yeah, take him back. But, I don't care. I don't care who I don't really care who is. Uh, I think I think obviously Bill or Cliff Kingsbury is going to be the top two options. Like Patriots fans are going to want. But um, my question to you is: Would you be okay if uh, Patricia doesn't get fired but reassigned to a different role? I'd be okay with it if he goes back up to the office and they lock the door. Like if he handles <laughs> contracts and like if he wants to be like an advisor to Bill, which basically means he just gets paid from the New England page you get the paycheck every week yeah. from the New England Patriots fine by me but if he, as far as anything <laughs> to touch the football team and give any input on the scheme I I will drop him off at the airport myself I will I will pick You're him done. up and drop him off at Logan I I do not want he's an overrated defensive coordinator and he's a terrible offense he's not an offensive coordinator he's an off- terrible coach and his other role that he had was offensive line and our offensive line stunk so like you're right in two roles. You, you know what's crazy? Like I'm trying to like like reverse psychology myself because I uh, like I'm trying to like figure out in my own mind am I that brainwashed by like like New England sport like, yeah. journalism? Because like, like I believe I got to the point where I believe Patricia was smart. I I, I thought I, thought, <laughs> I think like he, I think he stinks. Well, I, I well no like this is I'm, I'm no, talking yeah, about like prior to, to I, he's terrible. Yeah. I like. When you when I finally remove myself from the scenario, when I finally look back and like like when even when when he was in the Lions, I'm like, oh my god, great Lions suck. That means he's gonna come back. Then he returns and he sucks and he takes us down too. Like, why did I think that it'd be a good idea to have him back? Like, I'm trying to figure out that that part of my brain. Like, yeah, is it because do I blindly follow Bill Belichick? Is this like most Patriots? Do I represent most Patriot fans or? Is, I would am say I, I was, dumb? <laughs> I, I would say I was optim op optimism. I had some optimism. Yeah. 
yeah. when they said he was going to be the offensive guy, play caller, I was like, I don't think this is going to work, but let's see how it goes. And by week one, I was like, man, this is not going to work, is it? And then by week five, <laughs> I was ready to pull my hair out. Um, I stopped watching. I got to be honest with you. I stopped watching yeah. a lot of the games. To answer your question, I, if they reassign him to a job that has nothing to do with football, like coaching, fine. But I don't want him near the football field next year. I like he, Not even field press pass. Let him sit up in in an office and watch the game. I, I think, really can't. Do you think he gets another job, or do you think he's out? Zero shot. Really? <laughs> Zero, like somewhere else? Yeah. Zero shot. Really? <laughs> All right. Okay. If, yeah. if he gets a job somewhere else, they're even dumber than us. Like yeah. <laughs> anyone that thinks he's gonna go in there and solve the world, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. He sunk the lines and he sunk the pack. Dude, like, he continues to sink everybody. Like, it's been like it's been like a decade plus of him just like fucking sucking. Like, yeah. What? Really, really, it has. It's been almost a decade, decade plus of him just sinking franchises. The only one I would have be willing to hear out is if you move Joe judge to in charge of special teams. That's the only one when he got fired and brought back, I thought that's what he was going to do. Cause our special teams wasn't that great. Uh, the year that he got fired. So I was thinking, man, maybe they bring him back, run special teams. They do that. I can at least get behind it, but I don't want him near Mac Jones. Um, finally the Patriots season over. We'll talk a little bit more, uh, in a few weeks about the, uh, Pat. Pat Patriots offseason, some different targets, stuff like that. Um, but it starts, I think everyone would agree. I can't wait to get the note. Someone, I'm so mad. They tweeted Matt Patricia, breaking news, Matt Patricia got fired. And I tried to find a second source and it, no, I couldn't find anything. So whoever tweeted that, you there's a special place and special <laughs> place for you. Yeah. yeah. You should be definitely, uh, what's that called? Block, not blocked, but uh, they, what did it when they shut down an account for a little bit? Suspend yeah, the account. Suspend, yeah. yeah, they should suspend that person's account because I, I was so ticked off. I I had never been from such elation to uh disappointment in my yeah, life. I love I love your hatred. <laughs> I I literally can't stand him. I, it, it's so <laughs> it's so ridiculous. He he and then because he leads to I want to move on. I can't I can't I, I can talk about it. I can't talk about him anymore. Um on to our next segment of the week, picks of the week. So for picks of the week, we pick one game for the upcoming week. This is wild card week. Um, since Danny Football's not here, I was going to say we pick every game, but since Danny Football's not here, we'll just pick one because then it's easy for him to catch up on. Um, as I said, Big Red Heater, if you're playing along at home and you're taking my advice, you should be up big money because I am now 15-2 and two on the regular season. Haven't got one wrong since September, I think, 14th. Um, unbelievable. I haven't wrote one down. I'm going to go off the top of the dome. Uh, but what's your – I'll start with our guest, Steve Scott. Steve, also, guest record's not bad. It's slipped a little bit. It's not as much, obviously. It's only 6-3. and three, uh, But not bad. Still a winning record. So help contribute to the winning record of the season. Uh, what's your pick of the week? Our pick of the week, uh, I don't want to do the obvious one, that the Bills are going to crush Dolphins, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I'm uh, not picking that one. That's not fair. Uh, I, I want to, there's so many good options. I know. I, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at all, all of them. Yeah. 
I think I think you're you're gonna go. I think you want the Vikings to win. So I I'm gonna go with that. I'm not picking I, that game. If you not, want to go that game, you can pick that game. I don't think I'm ruining that game. All right, I am gonna go with the Giants. Giants are gonna win that game, in my opinion. And I, you know what the uh, thing is though, I still believe that the Vikings have a very great chance, and I think the Vikings have a very awesome chance to win the Super Bowl. I, I really do. But for some odd reason, the football guys are telling me the Giants. Winning this game, and then I don't think they're, they're not going to make it the Super Bowl anytime soon. But I think that they're going to win this game, shock the world, and then get their ass whooped next round. <laughs> that's, my, that's my that's my big take. How about you? Yeah, yeah, I uh, I like I, I I that that is like a flip of the coin game for me. I I think that that's very uh, doable. Man, I'm between watching. I think people believe that the. Uh, I mean, I, I think that. People don't like the Giants that much. I think they still don't really recognize that the Giants are kind of legit right now. So, yeah, I think it goes already. both ways, though. I think people don't like the Vikings for some reason. I don't. Yeah. I don't think that people believe in the Vikings. I'm between two AFC matchups right now. Okay. Um, I think I'll go with the Sunday night game. Uh, Bengals beat the Ravens. Uh, I think the Bengals are kind of ticked off because they got to get oh, screwed yeah. on the home field advantage thing. Uh, you know they get. Uh, Jamar Chase back, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, and now he's been unstoppable. T. Higgins had a rough week last week, but I think he's going to bounce back. Joe Mixon, I think this offense is just loaded, and I believe in Joey Burrow. I think he's the greatest, one of the best quarterbacks to be drafted in the recent era. Yeah. Uh, and they got a good old line, too. Defense is solid. So I'm going to go with that. I don't even know if Lamar is playing this week, uh, but I'm going to go Bengals over Ravens. But I'll tell you the one that I'm I'm kind of tempted to. I was tempted to go with, but I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. I err on the side of caution, I guess, for this one. I was thinking the Jags are gonna beat the Chargers. I yeah, man. Dude, I really too. believe in that, dude. Yeah. I, Trevor Lawrence is legit. Trevor Lawrence is is put it together at the right time, and they're hot right now. They're very they're hot. hot right now. So uh, I I kind of I do I'm, it. Do man, it. Should I double? Should I? You know what? I'll pick. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll double down this week. I'll pick two this week. I'm going uh, Bengals and the Jags. That way, Danny Football can pick two next week. Okay, I'll oh, double man. down and say I'm going Seahawks over the Niners. No way. Yes, you're crazy, dude. You watch. You see. You know what? Big take. They're gonna make it to the NFC Championship. Seahawks. Wow. Yep. Oh, dude, Seahawks. I am a weirdo, dude. I believe in Gino right now. Gino is hungry and angry. I love to see it because I do like Gino. Like I, I love his story. I love that Gino was given up on like twelve times in this league, and yeah, he's still like, he's coming. He's I unbelievable. Mean, he's, he's unbelievable. Um, but man, I believe in the 49ers. I, I think the 49ers are gonna go to the Super Bowl. I really you think like. So? I really, yeah, right. I think even with Brock Purdy, like I think they're gonna be. Well, I can't say they're going to the Super Bowl because my Super Bowl pick preseason is still in the playoffs. Uh, so I'm gonna, I'll, I'll do that after in the next segment. But um, I'm less confident in my super preseason pick than going 49ers. So um, respect it. Actually, no, I picked, I picked another, I picked the AFC to win the Super Bowl, but make it to the Super Bowl. I, I have another team in the NFC that's in the playoffs. Um, you want to go through this? So you think the Seahawks are gonna win that game? I think the 49ers are gonna win that game. But I would no, be kind I mean, of fired up. Is, no, yeah, no. I think that the Niners are like favored to win, and they're the obvious winners. But I just think that the the Seahawks 
I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, Jags in the other game. This is not for yes. picks of the week. This is just this is just going through it. Do you like who do you like? Jags or Chargers? Oh, uh, I do not believe in the Chargers, and I'm 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 believing in the Jags. So I'm 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 Jags all the way. I like it. I like it. Bills, obvious one. Um, yep. You went Giants. I'm gonna say Vikings in that one. Yep. I like Justin Jefferson. He's one of my favorite plays in the league. Love um, me too. Are you going to join me with the Bengals pick, or are you going to absolutely? Go Ravens? Yep. That's a no-brainer to me. I think that uh, I, Ravens Ravens are like barely hanging on by a thread. Yeah, and Lamar's not coming back and saving this team. This is not a winning team. Yeah, Bad they vibes. don't really have any weapons on offense. Like beside Mark Andrews, they don't. They have no one on offense to help Lamar. And Dobbins, um, dude, Dobbins is still running people over, but he he doesn't have that breakaway speed because his leg's not fully healed. They put yeah. too much on him, and he's still playing great, even hurt. Yeah. He's still on like one leg, and he still looks great. Yeah, I'm a big Dobbins guy. Uh, I picked him up in a couple of fantasy leagues late to for keeper value. Um, this is a big one. I think this is a hot button. Uh, Monday Night Football: Cowboys versus Bucks. Right. What do you think well, of that game? Who do you think is winning Bucks. that game? Bucks. Yeah, I go in Bucks too. I yeah. think the Cowboys just too much. Tom Brady, I uh, knock on wood. I got to walk on wood a lot tonight. They said on a stat on ESPN, Tom Brady's never lost the Cowboys. Never. Well, he, he did lose to the Falcons he's... though, for the first time. He... Recently. That's true. Well, la- yeah, last week they were. I don't know. That was a bad loss. Um, I don't know. Bucks at home against the Cowboys in prime time. I I, I think I'm going to take Tom Brady in that one. Cool. Um, all right, let's move on. Uh, end of the year means we have to go through our end of the season awards. Um, you know, we look. I I like to look back at the past ones because um, we do it at the beginning of the year, midway through the year, and um, at the end of the year, see how they change. Uh, Dave Football did the preseason awards with me, but I I did the um, I did the way too early awards in the middle of the season by myself. That was my uh, solo episode. Uh, so we go through MVP, defensive player of the year, coach of the year, uh, offensive rookie of the year and defensive rookie of the year and pick our picks. I also put on there, shout out your boy. Uh, I, I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to start off. We don't really talk about it that much. Uh, not too much dialogue about it, but Geno Smith for comeback player of the year. I'm I'm saying it right now. If he doesn't win, I'll be pretty upset because the way he's come back and, I know that they usually give it to a uh, like a hurt player, like like you know McCaffrey and Saquon both got hurt last year, but Geno Smith, give it to him, man. He, uh, the the guy deserves it. Uh, but anywho, let's start off with defensive rookie of the year. Who do you have for? Who do you think is going to win defensive rookie of the year? Defensive rookie of the year, it's got to be your boy Sauce Gardner. Yeah, that's why I had I had yeah. Sauce Gardner too. I. He's been locked down forever. He's just he's unreal, you know. I, I, you can tell he's a star in the making. He's he's dope. He's dope. I I loved Aiden Hutchinson going into this year. I still believe he had a great, really really good campaign first year. But dude, Sauce Gardner, obvious obvious star in the making already. So preseason, I picked um, Aiden Hutchinson. He was my favorite. But midway through the year, I went Sauce Gardner, and I, I'm gonna stick with Sauce Gardner, man. He he's legit. He's so cool too. Like he's a cool yeah. dude. Like he's a he's a pro's pro, and I think he's just gonna continue to get better. But as far as rookie campaign, nothing against Aiden Hutchinson either. I think he had a no. like said. I think he had a great year. Uh, but I think as far as um, I think as far as 
Defensive rookie of the year goes, I think Sauce Gardner's pretty much locked this one up. Uh, offensive rookie of the year, who do you got? You know, I picked earlier in the year, I, I always love a good Ohio State player. I'm a big Buckeyes fan. So I was going with Garrett Wilson, who's my boy. I, I love Garrett Wilson. I, I've followed him since high school. He's a top recruit for Ohio State. But I'm going to have to go with my other Buckeye, Chris Olave, for my rookie of the year offensive. He, he was just solid oh all God. year. Yeah, he turned up. He, he turned up all year. He was a game breaker. And, dude, I truly believe if you had a Chris Olave, Michael Thomas combo, come they on. Nasty. They would have been nasty. So good. Is that um, Olave yours too? No, but Olave was my preseason pick. I picked Olave oh. before the season started. Um, before the season started, um, Dave Football made a good pick, but it, it just didn't work out because he got hurt. He picked Brees Hall. That Brees yeah. Hall was going to be a stud, and he was a stud, but then got hurt. I picked Chris Olave. I thought he was. I think he was my favorite receiver going into the draft. Uh, going coming out of the draft, I just I think I loved what he did. As much as I like Garrett Wilson, um, but I liked Olave a little better, just situational wise too. I thought I also thought Jameis Winston was going to be actual playing, but that didn't work out. I'm going with Michigan, Michigan State K nine Kenneth Walker. I think Kenneth Walker had an unbelievable uh, year uh, running back. He's one of the best running backs, I think, in the league this year. Uh, I went heavy on him in fantasy football, and I'm just saying that because I know he produced and helped me win a championship. I think he's been a big uh, contributor to Geno and the Seahawks' success. Absolutely. But I do love love your pick, too. Olave, it will help me look smart in my preseason picks. Coach of the year. Who do you got for coach of the year? I got your boy, Kyle Shanahan. I, I think uh, Shanahan had a battle through some adversity. I mean, at first, Trey Lance losing him. Then Jimmy G gets you there. Once again, Jimmy G, you know, gets another unfair shake, in my opinion, from this Niners team that has no respect for him for some odd reason, even though he's I don't solid. get it. Yeah, I don't the, get that, the Jimmy G hate. I really What don't. is that? How could you – dude, Jimmy G is giving you everything. He's gotten you there all the time. Just because he's not, like – Scoring mad touchdowns. He is unbelievable. Jimmy G is your boy. Uh. I really don't get it. I don't get the hate for Jimmy G. He's brought them to a Super Bowl, brought them to t- like three NFC Championship Series. Yeah. Uh, and when he's not, when he, the only times they don't make it is when he's hurt. So maybe that's why they don't like him because he keeps getting hurt. But the guy is like, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't get that either. I like that pick. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's not who I had, but I, I actually really like that pick a lot. Like it makes me second guess my 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 one. Like I think that's a that's a good one. Uh, I'm gonna go with Nick Sarini, uh from the Eagles. Yeah. I just like they totally. I mean, I think he's probably the favorite. I'm not. I'm not sure the the odds there, but he's got to be. Um, you know, brings the Eagles. I don't think the Eagles were in the play. Were they in the playoffs last year? I don't. I don't remember. Uh, oh, I but. Forgot. But he's kind of helped turn this team around. You know, he goes – They half of that is getting A.J. Brown, but, you know, he's helped the guys like Devontae Smith kind of step into, like, you know, as much as A.J. Brown's the wide receiver one, he's – I think Devontae Smith is a wide receiver one caliber player that I don't think people would have said last year and even earlier in this year. If you're interested, I did say Nick Serrini and midway through the year, obviously, because I think they were undefeated at that point. Um, and then preseason picks. Are you ready for these? I said Sean McDermott, which isn't too crazy. Uh, but 
one that just did not pan out for my guy, Danny Football. He said Josh McDaniels. Tough, tough look on that one. There are parts of this year that I thought Josh McDaniels wouldn't even be a coach of the NFL by the end of the year. Uh, yeah, that's oh, that's rough. That's, that's rough. a tough one. That's a tough one. Defensive player of the year. Who do you got? It's got to be – oh, my other Buckeye boy, Nick Bosa. I like Nick Bosa a lot. Nick Bosa, dude, another just great year, and he's just going to just keep racking up great years, I think. I think he's just going to be one of those guys that's just a stud, like a Jared Allen type guy as we grow up. You know what I mean? Yeah. As time goes I'll, along. I'll tell you what, I'm going to have a lot of sleepless nights of Nick Bosa in a fantasy football league, an IDP league. The second to last week of the NFL, uh, the fantasy football season, I sat Nick Bosa at the last minute for TJ Watt. Lose that week, end up making the playoffs as a sixth seed, would have been the fifth seed. I scored 145 points in week one, lost. If I was in the upper part of the bracket, I would have, uh, I would have won and made it to the championship if you added all my scores together. That one I'd choice. Have- that one choice just totally derailed my whole season. So I hate that uh, happens. I I hope Nick Bosa wins, but I'm gonna stick with my guns. Uh, preseason, this is a three for three pick here. Preseason, midseason, sticking with it out. I'm going with Micah Parsons. I think Micah good. Parsons just is a generational defensive talent. Like I think he he's gonna be one of the He's going to be one of the reasons that Tom Brady has a tough time on uh, Monday night. He's yeah. just – he's unbelievable. I think he he's young. He's going to continue to get better, much like Nick Bosa, just going to continue to get better. But I'm going to go uh, Micah Parsons this year. MVP. Uh, oh, if you're wondering, I went Micah Parsons and uh, Danny Football went T.J. Watt preseason. Uh, okay. Injury kind of derailed him there week one. But MVP, uh, who do you got being the MVP? You know, this is a tough one. You know, I uh, I want the, the the guy in my heart that is the MVP, the real MVP to me, is Jalen Hurts. Hundred percent, Jalen Hurts is the most valuable player in the league this year. The other guy I want to say, which I'm not going to say because uh, I'm going to go with Jalen Hurts, but I want to say is Mahomes. Mahomes is also very deserving of this award this year. I I can't stand him. I I, I don't watch Chiefs games. But every time I look at this guy, he's just lighting it up. But Jalen Hurts is my MVP because he is the most valuable player. Eagles go where he goes. And Eagles could win this whole thing if, if he stays healthy and continues how good he was. I like it. I, I mean, I said before the see before uh in the beginning of the podcast that, you know, Jalen Hurts, I think, has to be I think there's two people that could win the MVP, and he has to be one of those two people. Um, this one I battled with, but I think I finally made my decision here. I'm going to stick with my midseason pick and I'm going Pat Mahomes. I hate to say it. I hope I'm wrong. I'm going to be honest with you. I hope I'm wrong, but this team was supposed to be bad. Like this team was like the Tyreek Hill was gone. Pat Mahomes is going to see a big drop off. I think he has better numbers than he did last year. He just has found a way to win games. He has the, they both had the bye week, week one. Um, you know, I, I just think that it's very impressive. And like you said, this team goes where he goes. I think the Chiefs go where Pat Mahomes goes. If Pat Mahomes doesn't play or gets hurt and they're done, I think 
this chief team just crumbles. No, I'd say you're right. I, I, uh, I'm with you. I mean, honestly, I, I the reason I didn't take in Jalen is because I think Jalen like just stepped up so unbelievable this year. But mm-hmm. you're so right. I mean, take Tyreek Hill out. It didn't even matter for Mahomes. Yeah. Didn't even matter. I, I want to say he was better. I think me too. Me too. I, I want to look at his stat. I want to look at his stats real quick because I, 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 again, I, fantasy football wise, I pay attention a little more. I, I had him in fantasy football and he helped me win a championship. Uh, let's see, numbers wise, he had more fantasy football points than last year. So let's just see, dude. He had almost, he had, he threw for. 4,839 yards in 2021. This year he threw for over 5,000 yards, 5,250. So that's over 400 yards more. And he threw for 37 touchdowns in 2021. He threw 41 this year. So four more touchdowns this year. He did, and he threw one less pick. And you lose your number one. I mean, I guess you could argue Travis Kelsey is the number one target, but Tyreek Hill has to be his arguably his number one target. Uh, right. for wide receiver. So I don't know, man. I, I think it's quite impressive. And everyone was saying, oh, Mahomes is going to be exposed this year. Mahomes is going to be exposed this year. He did better than he did with Tyreek Hill. So I'm just – I'm honestly impressed with the kid. I, I like him a lot. I, I mean, I shouldn't say that. I don't like him. I'm not a Pat Mahomes guy. But I like what he's done this year. I'm a little more of a fan of him because he helped me win some money in fantasy football. But, right. you know, I, I – I, I think he deserved it. But as I said, I said Jalen Hurts is a future MVP. So if Jalen Hurts wins the MVP, I will be very excited. Mm-hmm. Um, before we move on to uh, the people's topic, uh, just some Red Sox news. I know this is uh, this is my boy Steve's uh, forte here. Big Sox guy. Big. I wore the uh, wore the uh, oh, man, I have the hat too. Hot wiener, hot wiener hat for you. Love it. Um, Let's start with a positive here, because I'm a very I like to start with some positive. We, we, yes. I like some positive positivity here. Raphael Devers gets ex- extended for ten years. Like that has to be. I think that was a total pander move, but I don't care. Like I, I'm happy that they pandered to us and they signed Raphael Devers, which is crazy to say it's a pander move, but I really think it's a pander move. It's not not a coincidence that two two or three days after the Winter Classic, where John Henry was booed in his own stadium that Raphael Devers gets a huge contract extension. Oh yeah. I don't think there's, I don't think there's a coincidence about that. Um, no doubt. Yeah. That was obvious dude. Yeah. He got bullied. He can't take the, he got bullied <laughs> into signing him. Like that. That's a hundred percent. What happened? If they didn't sign Devers, man, that's this, there was going to be anarchy in Boston. Like if I they didn't sign right. Devers, I think it would have, I don't know what would have happened, but it would have, if you had Mookie, Bogarts and Devers, all walk on your team. I don't see how there'd be chaos. I I don't know. I, I I can't imagine a scenario where that would happen. Like like or I can't imagine that the repercussions of that because it's there's no first of all there's no excuse for the Mookie the Mookie one there's no excuse at all. There's none, especially in today's world too. He ends up getting locked up for like I forgot like was it fourteen years three sixty five something like that yeah. Tons of money, of course, but like, dude, generational player, like literally, literally, big take. I'd rather have Mookie, like, than any of those. Obviously, the Endeavors, the Endeavors. You know what I mean? I'd rather have yeah. Mookie is more important. We don't I have think. Bogarts anymore. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, Bogarts. <laughs> yeah, right. But Bogarts, I mean, like Bogarts. All right, I don't. I still, 
they treated Bogarts poorly. I think that Bogarts, like, I, it's okay that he's gone, in my opinion. And I'm so happy that he uh, got paid tons of money. Yeah. And for tons of years, he deserves it. Congratulations. Yeah. I hope he gets paid and, and loves his life in San Diego. I wish they had treated him better, and I wish they had given him more years long, long like like six years ago, whatever it was, when he signed that extension. Right, or, right, right. You know what I mean? If, if, if he had had three more years in that contract for tons of money, that would have been that would have worked out perfectly. But I, I, I kind of get it with Xander, even though yeah. he treated him like shit. You know what I mean? I wish they offered him the contract they offered him this year, this offseason, last yeah. fall. Yeah. Or last, sorry, spring. Because last spring, if they offered him six years, you know, whatever it is, $26 million a year, I think he would have taken it. I really yeah. do. But they offered him three years, 90 million bucks. It's like 30 oh. million. Like that's it's kind of a sma- slap in the face to him. Like this right. guy that's your captain of your team. Like, like you said, it's like a franchise player. I, I don't know. Let me, I think yeah, let me get your prime for, you know, a little bit higher than AAV and then throw you to the wolves in three years, you know, right. what, what works for us, you know, it was a total fumble. I'm I'm just disab- I'm with you in the fact that I don't think losing Xander, especially for the contract he got, I would never give Xander that contract. But losing Xander now, I don't think is as crushing as what losing Devers would have been. Yeah. Um, or losing Mookie. Uh, but after the news about story, I think it shows how much like if you weren't gonna get Xander, fine. But you should have been in on all these other guys. Like, maybe you don't sign. Try to get like I I'm I wasn't even a wasn't even a Swanson fan. Dansby mm-hmm. Swanson. I wasn't a big fan of him. Um, but I'll tell you who I would have taken a chance on health wise is Carlos Correa. I would have given him six years with uh, the two hundred million bucks. I would I would have given that contract in a heartbeat. I I could care less about his ankle. Like I would have signed him for six years. I would have. I thought that's what going into the off season. I thought that's what was going to happen. Was Cora wanted Correa? I thought that's what was happening because yeah. they're boys. But now you're left without Story. You're without Bogarts. You're without Correa. I think your only option at this point for this year, unless you trade for someone, is Kike Hernandez. Uh, and then now you have a huge hole in the middle of the infield. You have a huge hole in center field. And now we are screwed going into next year. I really, I like as much as Devers said, Devers said today in his press conference uh, that he still believes this team is, uh, he believes in this roster, which I think he has to say that. I do like the bullpen. I got to be honest with you. I think Chaim did, uh, I keep saying Chaim, Heim did a good job with the bullpen. I think he's, the rotation is suspect at best, but I think the bullpen is pretty good. Yeah, I agree. I, I the, the bullpen is solid. This, this is just a weird. This year is gonna suck, uh, unfortunately. But you know, at least we know. At least, at least we yeah. can taper our. It's like a Patriots again. We know we're not gonna win shit, but at least we'll have a little yeah. bit of fun. I, I think the um, I think the guy I want via trade right now. This is my personal opinion. I want Brendan Rodgers. I don't know if the Rockies are trying to sell him or what, but I'd love to get him. The Rockies. I I, I don't I don't hate that. To be honest with you, and like you said, we're going to be terrible for the next couple of years, next year anyway. So, um, all right, let's move on to our final segment of the night: the people's topic. It's the people's topic, baby. People's topic. So, 
So for people stopping, you can write on our Instagram and Twitter page at Big Red Zone. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you want to talk about. We have, uh, I think, quite a few here. Let's go. Uh, first one comes from Emily. She writes, speculation on offensive coordinator for the Pats. Kind of talked about that before. Um, who, if you had to say one person, who would you say? Right now, I know it's not going to be him. It, it just can't happen, but Cliff Kingsbury. I think Cliff. I like it. I like it. I'm going to say Billy O. I'm going to stick with Billy O. Okay. But I like Kingsbury. Uh, this one comes from Lauren. She said, my friend Molly, that's Mrs. Big Red. So shout let's, out to Mrs. Let's Big go. Red. Yeah, shout out to her. Um, this one comes from Ed. He writes, Bill's Mafia taking it all this year. We didn't do our Super Bowl predictions. I forgot to do that during the show. Uh, who do you think the Super Bowl matchup is now that we're on the – All right, Bills are going to make it this year. And actually, I actually think the Chiefs are going to make it. But I'm going to go with the Bills right now and the – Bills and the Vikings. Even though I already said the Giants going to win, but Bills and Vikings. Bills and Vikings. <laughs> you just covered your bases on all, all sides. Yeah, I'm getting uh, them all. <laughs> go with my pre. I'm going to stick with my preseason pick because I'm just going to stay strong. I picked preseason. It'd be the Chiefs versus the Bucks. Oh, I love that. I'm going to have a rematch of the of that Super Bowl from a couple years ago, but. I think the Chiefs. I honestly, in my heart, I feel like the Chiefs are going to win this whole thing, but I just can't, yeah. can't go there in my mind. You know, I'm going to retract my Vikings thing, though. I'm going to go back to hating them and say it's the Bucks and Bills. I like it. A Bucks <laughs> and Bills. I like it. I like it. Who wins? And Bills, win. Bills win. Bills win. Bills yeah. win. I think they kind of. I think they're going to go on a run, especially like all the adversity they had to face. I think they are going to go on a run, and I think yeah. I, I feel less confident about my my Chiefs pick now than I did a couple weeks ago. Uh, Pauly Prue says the OC situation in New England. We talked about that. Um, not good. Get rid of Matt Patricia. Um, what Celtics game should I buy tickets for? This one comes from Paige. Um, Paige is a friend of me of the podcast. Okay. She, oh, okay. She, she called me out of my tennis game and I had to play her and tell her what's up. Um, I be, No no doubts here. I, I won a Celtics. Let's see. I'm going to the Warriors game next week. No way. Uh, you can go to a, go to the Warriors game, Paige. It's going to be a ton of money, but go to the Warriors. Um, if you want a cheap game, um, the Hornets are probably cheap. Oh, they're playing the Knicks. Oh, no, that's, that's in New York. Knicks, they play the Knicks again. The Knicks will be a cheap game, I think. Uh, Ooh, the, Grizzlies, the Grizzlies would be a great game to see. Grizzly would be a fun game to see. I'd say go with Warriors or Lakers. Classic Lakers. Go see LeBron. He's coming soon, right? Yeah, he's coming uh, on the January 28th. Wow. On the 27th? Yeah, that's a good t- Yeah, that's, that'd be a good good one. Go the, 27th, one. the 27th, I'll be at a future concert at TD Garden. No kidding. Yeah. You should just stay, stay around. Yeah. Stick around for the next day. This one comes from Mets. Mets uh, prospect in front of the pod, Dave underscore Griffin. Dave Griffin's one of our good friends of the pod. What's going um, on? He writes, the guy on the Packers shoving the med- – oh, I saw that. That's terrible. Yeah. The guy on the Packers shoving the medical official thing, complaining how he didn't do it. Yeah, that, that, was, that was bad. That, that was a weak sauce, especially after the week we just had, uh, you know, with all the, you know – the tragedy on the Bills game. Like, come on, dude. Like, figure it out. Like, that was bad. 
Tone um, diff, lame, stupid, yeah. bad move. And you know what? Just be more professional than that. You know what? You'll leave your ego behind when you're playing. Come, come on. You, if, if, if a player hits you and you, you're mad yeah. about it, give them Oh, 100%. If a player shoves you and you don't like it, shove them back. But if right. medical staff, like, that you have about two feet on, like, come right. on. I like how the medical guy. I like how the medical guy stood there and was like, "Let's go!" Like he didn't have any problem mixing it up there. And the Um, other guy came and pushed him too. The the other that massive D lineman comes over and pushed. It's like, oh, okay, you do. Yeah, take it easy. Whoa, you're gonna defend him? Come on. Yeah, come on. Um, and our final one comes from super fan of the show, Joseph underscore Celia. He writes, "Trevor's story is a complete waste of money." All caps. I don't fully agree. I mean, I you, we kind of knew going into this that he, he, would, he would have to, you know, bite the bullet at some point with an injury with him. But I think that he's on an affordable contract. Uh, he's here for what another four years, I guess, right? I think he's on here for a couple more years. Yeah. So he, I mean, give you know what this team's going to be terrible anyway. Let him do his thing, and uh, when he comes back, whenever that will be. I believe he can still be solid. I still, I still think we're looking at thirty home runs. I, maybe I'm being delusional. I don't know, but I, I still, I still believe in Trevor Story. Initially, I think he tried too hard last year. He pressed, and uh, but I think he'll be worth it in the end. Yeah, I think I, I wouldn't agree with that. Just one score sale, which is crazy to say. I know, um, but I don't, I don't fully agree with that. I think you got to give him some time. We knew, like you said injury prone player but when he plays that when it's not in april because he's always been a slow starter but after yes. april gets going i think he is one of the best hitter he'll be one of your best hitters in your lineup and an impactful second baseman do not play him at shortstop but this if this ordeal right. has taught you anything he cannot be your primary shortstop going forward and you know hopefully maybe by the time um the kids ready to come up when like in maybe by the end of this year, two years from now. Um, But, and then he put story at second. I don't know, but like you said, team's going to stink anyway. Might as well have him recover from his uh, injury his surgery. Um, But yeah, I I don't think he's a complete waste of money. Let's, let's feel it out. Um, I'm frustrated too, though. I I see where you're coming from, but I'm, I'm pissed. I hate this team. I'm I'm mad at John Henry, but I don't think uh, Story himself is a complete waste. I, I, not yet, you know. Last year was a waste, hell yeah. But uh, and this year too, maybe two years of it are a waste of of time and effort. But in the end, I think this will be a net positive. And I think maybe I, I, I sound, you know I, I'm the biggest hater of this all season, but right now about Story, eh, it's not Story's fault. It'll be all right. Yeah, I think I think it'll be okay. Um. Yeah, I, I, I would I would pump the brakes on it. Let's see how he does when he comes back. Uh, but that's it for people's topic this week. Remember, you can write in our Instagram and Twitter page at Big Red Zone. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you want to talk about. Also, give us a follow. You can also find us on uh, TikTok at Big Red Zone. Make sure you follow us there. Uh, make sure you check out our YouTube page. Uh, hit the like button on this video if you're watching on YouTube. And make sure you subscribe. You can also hit the notifications bell for notifications of future episodes. Also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. And as always, please, please tell a friend. My thanks to Steve Scott, my brother from Rhode my Island. Brother Steve. Thank you. Thank you. Finally, glad that we got to get you on for the final season. Um, 
And thank you all for listening and have a great week, everyone. Thank you.